um, it really became quite clear for me was that you guys didn't need to hear from me necessarily this morning, but you needed to hear from some of the youth and uh, what God is doing in their lives. Um, over the last many months, it's just been kind of overwhelming to see all that God's doing in our youth group and the lives that he's been changing, that he's been touching, and, and just the, the change that has taken place and the goodness of God that we are seeing. And, and I'm not saying that for you guys to think, oh, you know, Pastor Keith's doing an awesome job. Um, I have nothing to do with it. I will be the first one to say that that it's God's the one who's working and, and God's the one um, who is, is doing some fantastic stuff. And uh, so it was hard to choose, but, but I, I picked some of the youth that are just going to share um, from their heart what God is doing. And I may ask some of them questions then when they are done, kind of do a little interview type stuff. And it may not be the same as the first service, so you guys think you have it easy um, we may change things up, I don't know, but uh, we're, we're just going to see, see how things go a little bit um, with, with our time together. So, with that being said, um, Danny Cryer is going to come. Um, when Keith asked me to share what... God has been doing in my life over this past year. Um, I couldn't really think of anything at first because we were, we've all just been changing so much and growing in our walk with God. But I did figure something out, and uh, I wanted to highlight just how I've been getting into God's Word. And uh, through Bible studies and encouragement, I've started to pick up my Bible a lot more um, than normal in the, since the beginning of this year. I got into it and started reading all the things that I was already comfortable with, all the stories that I've been told as a kid. And that was good, but I already heard all these things. I never really got into things that I've never heard of before. But then we were challenged in our Bible study to really get into some different things and really analyze it and understand what it has to say to us. And I just got to get the feel of the Bible. I loved it. And I wanted to read more and more. I loved when we were assigned um, a section of the Bible to read throughout the week in between Bible studies. And I know it's an assignment, but I actually liked it. I just wanted to read new things. I wanted to to learn so much more because I knew that since I'd been reading just a little bit each night, I've been gr- growing and learning so much more about God. I started to understand verses that I wouldn't even I thought about before, and they started applying to my life. And uh, I started remembering some of the ones I liked, and they would pop into my head. God would surprise me throughout the day, and just how they applied to my life. And I loved having this that in my heart, and just when He would surprise me with a verse, that would just help me out throughout the day. And uh, I continue to read the Bible now, and I'm still learning about our infinite God, and just about how He simply wants us to love. Him and love the others around us. I just want to give encouragement to anyone that thinks that the getting picking up the Bible every day and reading it just for a little bit is hard. And just I just want everyone to know that through Jesus, anything can happen. And that verse is John sixteen thirty three, and Jesus says, 
In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. I am going to ask you the same question I asked you in the first service, if I can remember what it is. It's been a, been a long morning. No. Um, and just, you know, through your reading and, and through getting into God's Word, um, what I asked you was just what about God, like a characteristic of, of Him, had just really become real to you and personal? He's really been showing His forgiveness. And before this year, I I came to church, I listened, and I paid attention. I tried to take things and apply it to my life. But I was really, I wasn't really loving God. And once I started re- reading the Bible, I just saw how forgiving He was, and I realized that even though what I've done in my past, I I could just let that go, and He could just start loving me to the fullest. And I just wanted to keep reading and to see all the good things and how He challenges us and through the Bible. And I just loved it. All right. Thank you, Danny. Brittany Barnes. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Um, basically, um, I've been in church my whole life, you know, since the beginning. You know, I was dedicated as a baby, all that good stuff. Um, and as I grew up, you know, I went on all the trips. I went on all the events. I went to the concerts. I experienced God, but it wasn't like, it was at a new level, but it wasn't like, beyond what I imagined, like, it was good, but this year has really challenged me in my walk, and um, it basically started in this one Bible study that we did, the 30 hardest days of your life, and it is, it's extremely hard, Um, one of the things that we had to do was a 21-day media fast, and basically that meant you couldn't watch TV, you couldn't go on the computer, couldn't listen to any other music except Christian, and um, it was hard because my family... When we come home, like when everybody's together, we watch our shows and we, we laugh and talk and that's when we hang out. So it was difficult being away from them during that time because I couldn't sit in the room and, you know, listen at all because that would be bad. So, um, you know, during that time, I would either like go up to my room and pray and read the Bible or um, my mom would do puzzles or games with me or whatever just to keep me busy so I wouldn't die of lack of boredom. So... Well, not lack of boredom, but boredom. So, um, during that time, you know, when we first started it, I was like, crap, this is going to go bad. I'm going to quit after the first week. It's going to be a bad time. But um, after it was over, like, God totally blew my expectations, and he brought forth this new level of, like, faith that I never knew I had. And it just amazed me that he could do that. And um, throughout that whole Bible study, it was like that. Um, one of the other things that we had to do during the time was um, do a half-day getaway. And this basically meant you would take four to six hours of your day, and you would go off by yourself, nobody else, just you and God, and you'd have alone time, and you'd just be with him. And so I chose the prayer room. And it was kind of difficult because, you know, there was singing going on. It was on a Saturday, so, like, they were practicing for Sunday, and then there were kids doing basketball, so it was, I had lots of things to listen to, and it was good. But um, when I was back there, you know, I brought my Bible, I brought my Christian music, you know, worship music, and I brought my journal. And I had it all set up, and I was so excited, you know, like, oh, this is going to go by so fast, and it's going to be good. And um, I started praying, and then like five minutes into it, I was done with the prayer. 
And I looked at the clock and I'm like, oh, there's still like five hours and 55 minutes left. So, you know, it was hard because I had to concentrate on God and not all these other things I had to do. And um, by the time I was done, I was in awe that it had gone that fast. Um, I wanted to go more, but I couldn't have to go home and do stuff. But, um, you know, I wrote down everything I was thankful for that took like two hours and I was amazed by that, like, I have all these things, and I don't really think about them all the time, all these people that are in my life that I love and cherish, and it was cool that God showed that to me. And then, like, I read the Bible, and then I prayed for two hours, and I did worship music, and I was standing there, and I was weeping. I was like, you are so awesome that I am doing this, and that you, well, not I am doing this, but you know, that he um, brought me to this Bible study to do. And he had a message for me that, you know, he is incredible and I cannot underestimate him. And one of the other things that we did was, that was hard was a foot washing. And I did not want to do this at all. Um, me and Rachel Zabrowski were talking about it, how we hate feet. And we hate toes and we hate dirt. And we were not looking forward to this at all, like the other stuff that I did. And um, we were all hanging out outside on the top level and they were getting the room ready, and I'm thinking, okay, this is not going to be that bad. I can do it. I don't know if I can wash everybody's feet, but I can at least wash one. So that's what we ended up doing, which is great. Um, but I wanted to wash everybody else's feet because after that was done, like, it was so cool that I was doing what Jesus did. And that was awesome to me. Like, I'm, I'm walking in the walk. And um, it was so cool, and I didn't think that God would challenge me even more after that, but we started this new Bible study called Crazy Love, and it's by Francis Chan, and it's an awesome, awesome book. Um, it's a devotional. I suggest that you get it if you're looking for a new one, along with reading your Bible, because that's very important too, like Danny said. And during this whole time, there's like all these in-depth chapters, and it takes you even further into his love, and you know all those different things that he showed me. So... Those two Bible studies have really helped in my walk. And um, one of the more recent ones, it wasn't a Bible study, but it was on Wednesday night when we had youth group. And, um, you know, we had worship. And I didn't expect this to happen at all, but Keith was talking about um, hiding your sins. And if you hide your sins, you will fail. You will not succeed. It will be bad. So during this time, like, my heart was pounding. My heart was in my throat like it is now, if you can't tell. And, like, there's a mind, like, in my mind, there's a voice in the back of my head that said, okay, you have to share this, and you have to do it, and I don't care if you don't want to do it or not, just do it. So, I didn't know that we were going to do this, but Keith asked us to um, to share anything that God was laying on our hearts um, with sin-wise, and, like, this is your deepest, darkest secrets, like, you don't want anybody to know. And it was difficult because I didn't want to do it, and I don't want people to see me for who I was on the inside um, that I didn't want people to see. And it was cool, though, because once I did it, like, other people came forward, and, like, for 20 and 30 minutes, people kept on coming forward and sharing everything. And it was just an awesome time that God did that, and he totally took something that nobody thought would be huge, and he made it incredible. And afterwards, we prayed for, like, two hours um, there's a group of us that go after Wednesday nights, and we go in the back room, and we just all pray. It's usually like 45 minutes to an hour. Like I said, it was two hours, and it was amazing. 
that God did that, and it brought us so much closer. And I'm so excited to see what's going to happen next because I truly believe that there's going to be a revival, and it's starting, and it's so exciting. So I guess my words of advice, if I had any, was um, to be to not underestimate God because he will totally blow any expectations that you have, and it's totally awesome. So thank you. I think we have someone that can take my place in speaking. Um, I know I didn't ask. No, no, I mean, good, powerful. Um, I just want to ask you one question. I know I didn't ask you anything in the first service, but uh, um, you are leaving and going off to college. And uh, is is that exciting with what's going on here? Are, are you scared about what's going on? Or are you going to take... I know I'm putting you on the spot, but you know I want people because this is this is us, this is real, this is our youth group. Um, are, are you looking for God again to do incredible things when you get there more than you could ever expected? Yeah, um, but I'm just I'm scared of leaving our church because you know I love my youth group and you know, all these awesome friends that I have. I will miss them dearly. And um, the thing that I'm most scared about is that I will fall away or like. God's intense love or spirit that I have right now it will fall. But also on the same side, um, on the opposite side, actually, um, I'm excited to see what he will do. Um, I'm hoping to join a church there and that the same thing will happen there and hopefully spread out all over the place. So I don't know what God's going to do, but I guess we'll see in time. All right. Thank you, Brittany. Jared Hederick. God is good. And all the time. I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> that was so cool. Okay. Um, I'm just going to... Okay. What God has been doing in my life... Um, I graduated... I'm just kidding. I'm not done. Um, well, I did that, and uh, and that that was fun. I'm glad to be out of favorite high school. Um, but uh, I guess I'll start with the beginning. The beginning of my life, I, I grew up in a Christian family, and uh, it's always been just like Brittany said, love God, all that. And uh, I it all started with uh, actually my grandma, who is right over there. She's kind of embarrassed right now because I just pointed at her. Um, and uh, we were in our office, my whole family, we went to, down to Florida for vacation, and uh, we were at the church, which my grandpa is a pastor back then, and uh, we, we were in my grandma's office, and she was just having a little Sunday school with us, and uh, she gave us that little book with the, the green and the gold, and like, you know what I'm talking about? The wordless like that, book. Yeah, the wordless book, that's what it's called, and it has like the gold streets and, and pure white as snow and all that stuff. And uh, I thought that was so cool because I was little and I was like colors and I, I was freaking out. But um, yeah, it was it, it was cool. And and right there is when I first like like asked God into my heart. And I was a little kid and I I thought it was really really cool to do that. And then so after that, I kind of lived my life. Um, we went to Bethel back then, it's a different church. And then after we went to Bethel, we came here. And that was just I love this place. And I met all my friends. I met 
all these people. And I grew up in this church pretty much my whole life then. And uh, once I got into youth group, I was like, I am so cool. I am the big kid. And it, it was just so cool. And um, going on retreats is always amazing. It's so much fun. You, like, amazing things happen, I guess. Some people say amazing things will happen when you expect them to happen. I say always expect things to happen, and they will happen. Um, so you go on retreats, and, and you have lots of fun, but also you, you, you get down to the, the nitty-gritty, and uh, you have a lot of fun with God, and, and you get to know him closer and closer. And so I, again, asked God into my heart when I was older in a youth group, and and that point I was reborn, and it was... It was amazing. My body just, I, the feeling that you get, the whole body just tingling, your mouth goes dry, and everything is just insane and so passionate and glorified, and it's just it's amazing. And um, ever since then, I've just been happy, and it's just been so much fun. And uh, I grew up more in the youth group, grew closer to God, and then the Bible study came that everyone's been talking about. Ooh. And uh, it was the 30-day famine or not famine, 30-day media fast. <laughs> Same thing, just with food. Um, I I did that. I was going strong. Never watched TV once. David Crowder saved my life. Woo! Um, I listened to him like every day on the bus ride to school. Um, I didn't drive to school because I'm a loser. Um, so yeah, he definitely saved my life. I, I listened to him all the time. And uh, just his words were just amazing to think of. But after that, I read the Bible so much. I, I, like every night, every morning, whatever, I, just, I was reading the Bible a ton, and I was getting so close to his word. And we had challenges during the 30-day media fast. And it was like Bible surfing, not Bible study, because we're not studying. We're kind of just like going through it, I guess. And when I was reading the stories that I've already heard from like my whole life, like going through school and everything... It was just like, fine, because, like, well, I was reading those, and then instead of just hearing them, like, I've already heard this, I actually researched it, and I, like, looked in the Bible, looked for all these people's names I've never heard of before, and it was, like, it was cool to, like, know history, even though I hate history. Um, but, yeah, that, that definitely made a big difference, and that came down to the prayer life. Um, praying for me is awesome. Uh, when I pray, I just I, I see God, and my whole body goes numb again. I get that feeling, and it's just oh, it, it's the greatest feeling in the world. I hope all of you have had that feeling. It's it's uh, um. But anyway, I'm going to talk about the feet. Um, I hate feet too. My parents make me rub their feet. They give me ten dollars, not even for money. Do I want to do this? I hate it. It is gross. And disgusting. But I was dreading this moment for a while, and then it came to my turn, and I had to wash this kid's feet and pray for him. So I was dreading it and dreading it. I was praying to God, help me with this. It's gross. Gross. Ew. I'm not touching it. And as soon as I dipped my hand in the water, it was just like, it came over me, and it was like, everything's fine. Um, I looked up, and it was like I saw Jesus, and I just prayed for the kid that I was supposed to pray for, and it was powerful. And then I went back to my seat, and I watched everyone else pray, and it was just a really intense moment. And then 
all that. And then the Bible study is just amazing. I, I, I've loved doing the Bible study. I love being in this youth group. Keith Dre, God has been working in him so well. And the stuff that God has put him through is just amazing. Um, I don't want to go too long, so I'm just yeah. going to end it right now. Okay. Um. <laughs> I have more stuff to say, but talk to All me right. afterwards. Um, just one thing. Give give them like one specific way. I'm, I'm going to kind of ask you the same thing I asked Danny. Um, is, is there one characteristic or you know quality of God through all of this that has just really stuck out to you about Him? To me, um, I think it's His giving. Um, I don't deserve it at all, and He's given me so much. He's given me talents. He's given me just everything that I've done. I, I, I play music. He's given me music, pretty much. I love music. I can't stop playing. It's like, I'm not that good yet, but it's just, oh my gosh. It's so much fun just to sit there and just, what he's given me, like that, and it just comes out, and it's just, I love it, and he's just his giving and, and mercy and all that. Thank you. Rachel. is Rachel Zaborowski, another one of our seniors. I'd like to share with you a little bit of what God has been doing in my life. About a year ago, I was nowhere near where I am at right now, and I never imagined my life would change. I thought I was fine where I was at with God until he opened my eyes and I saw who he was really all about. I became a Christian when I was eight. Over this year, I've experienced what being a Christian really is. We started this book and Bible study called The 30 Hardest Days of Your Life. I knew it wasn't going to be easy, and it wasn't. But I knew I had to do it because maybe this would get me back on track with God. So I prayed and asked God to give me an open heart, and that some way I would grow closer to him. Each chapter was full of challenges and Bible reading, but not just reading, but meditating on it and letting the words sink in. But the one chapter that hit me the most was the 21-day media fast. No TV, computer, or video games. Cut out of your life for 21 days. When I first read that, I was thinking about all the TV shows I had missed and knowing that it was impossible for me to do that. But nothing is impossible with God. And with his help, I did it, and I'm glad I did. Those were the most amazing 21 days of my life. Even though some days were so hard to get through and I wanted to give up so many times, I kept going because I knew God had something great planned for me. In the time I would have been watching senseless TV shows and movies I've seen over 50 times, I was reading my Bible and praying to God, and growing so close to him every day. I also realized that all that media is not important and that I can live without it. God changed the way I live my life now in those 21 days than I ever could have imagined. Living for him and turning my life over to him every day is not always easy, but with God and the prayers for my friends, family, and supporting youth pastor Keith Dre, it gets me through those tough days. God is full of surprises, and I'm so excited what he has planned for me next. Thank you, Rachel. I'm going to ask you the same question because I'm enjoying everyone's answers. And I didn't ask you this one last last service. Um, just, just the same one through through what you've been experiencing the last few months. What what quality or, or character of God has just really um, become real to you? If you can choose one. Um, just knowing that He is with me, like everywhere I go and what I do. Yeah. Thank you very much.
Tyler Sullivan. Hello. Um, well, I'm really just going to be focusing on prayer and how God's really been working in my life with prayer. Um, it all started pretty much when we didn't know our church holds every Wednesday morning a prayer meeting. And I started going to that, and it was just really cool to see how on fire people really were for prayer. I've never really seen it before, how people really get just like, it's just amazing. People were just so excited to be praying and talking to God. And me and a few of the other youth just took that in, and um, we started getting together just about every night outside of uh, youth and just praying. Um just gather and pray for maybe a half hour, maybe a little longer. And it was just amazing to see how God was working through that. And then we brought um, we brought it to our youth because we talked about it and we felt like we needed to really spread it because there's no point in keeping it with just us three. So we brought it to our youth and um, we do it after Wednesday nights now. That's uh, like the prayer that Brittany was talking about. We just started doing that and it's really been such a ministry um, the prayer that is going on for hours after youth is now. It's just, it's an amazing experience. And it's been spreading to other youth now, which is really our whole point, is to get just the word of what prayer really can do out. And it's just, it's really spreading fast. And I knew it would happen. This only started about a month ago, and it's already made it so far. And with this group after that we have after Wednesday nights, um, we're going to start doing public prayer in the summer and really just start evangelizing because we really want to start acting on what we're meant to do on this earth, which is spread God's word. And we want to just take action now. Yeah. Um, well, you guys can clap. I'll let you clap for them. <laughs> question for you. I'm going to ask you the same question as, as last service. With uh, your, your prayer and how you guys have been doing that, um, is is there a specific prayer um, that you've seen answered um, through you guys praying or you specifically praying? Um, well, I guess I'll just share the same thing that I shared. Um, I can't really think of an exact one right now, but my prayer every time that I pray is that God will show me something new. I never think that God has showed me every, uh, that God has showed me everything. Because I know I can never fully understand and comprehend God. And I'm just, it just overwhelms me that God's going to always show me something new. No matter how, how much, I, how close I think I am to God, I always can be closer. And God has just been answering that prayer by bringing me closer and closer. Thank you, guys. Last but not least, Zach Harvey. Hello, everyone. Uh, so basically, just going to tell you how, like, God's been working in my life. And basically, I am totally in love with God right now. And I'm just, I'm on fire for Him. And uh, it all, like, the, this fire started with um, that prayer, little, like, every day, me, me, Tyler, and my cousin Josh would meet. And we, we'd pray, and we had a specific thing we'd pray for every week. And at the end of the week, we'd praise God for his answer because he's going to answer. Even though the answer hasn't already come, we'd still praise him for it. 
you know, that's what started my little fire, you know, for God. And it was so awesome. And then uh, I went to this youth conference thing called Acquire the Fire. And uh, there's just great speakers there. And God really spoke to me through the worship and softened my heart. And um, there's a speaker named Nick. I don't know his last name. It's like it's like some foreign uh, last name. But he has no arms and no legs. And he has this little nub of a foot that kind of like sticks. And he calls it his chicken wing. He's, and he like, he bounces it. And he's like, yes, my little chicken wing, because he's Australian. Uh, and, uh, well, that's not why, whatever. Um, so, I mean, it's just, he, God really spoke to me through him because here's this guy with no arms and no legs. And he's out evangelizing and telling the world about God. He's totally dependent on people to like, they have to feed him and bathe him, et cetera, et cetera. And he totally loves God. And here I am complaining to my mom how I need a new cell phone because its buttons don't work. And he's like, and this guy's out there like doing that for God. It's just so cool. Um, and so, you know, I also, God had me start this prayer meeting at school. And uh, the attendance is up and down, but uh, it's, it's so cool because that, that we're, we're at school praying to God, and it's just, it's awesome. And uh, also, God uh, kind of spoke to me one day in uh, school. He was like, you need to go sit at a different lunch table. Go sit at that lunch table and uh, be friends with the kids at that table. And so I went and I sat at the table and, you know, I really connected with all the kids there. And there's another, there's a, one girl who sits at the table who's also a Christian. And all the other ones are intensely, intensely atheist. And they, you know, they hate God. And it's just, it's awful. But uh, so I got to talk to them about God. Me and uh, my friend, were, we were just told her, told them about God and... um. I kind of realized that, you know, they're so far gone that there's nothing I can do to convince them otherwise. They can't uh, see it the way we do. That the only thing I can do is pray. You can pray for God to re- to reveal Himself to them. And uh, just to me, it's like it may, it's the only thing that makes sense. The whole creation thing, you know, God, this being that exists outside of space and time, it, they're totally irrelevant to Him. Creates space and time in the universe. It makes sense, right? And then atheists believe that. Two gases got together and exploded and created everything. It's like, well, what happened before the gases? It's just, I don't know. So that's just something that kind of <laughs> I think about a lot. You good? All right. He, he answered the question. I think you knew I was going to ask you that again. Yeah. So you answer the question in your, in your talk this time. You should ask me the question you've been asking everyone else. I'm going to. I so. want to answer that. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my question to you know through this process through um, you know your prayer just that increasing reading your Bible um, witnessing you know what characteristic of God has just become real to you through this um, basically just the fact that He loves me because oh my goodness God created the universe He created this vast huge universe and He created this tiny little speck called Earth and this little speck on this speck called Zach, and he decided that he was going to love me. And it's just like, oh my gosh, he loves me. And it's just so amazing that, you know, that. Okay. Thank you. Now, they got more confident this service than last service because they went longer than they did, which was good. Because I, I wanted you guys to hear from them, and, and I hope that you learned from them, whether it was about prayer, whether it was about reading your Bible. 
whether it was just about giving everything over to God, or maybe there's things that aren't necessarily bad, but you need to get rid of those to make room for the better things that God can bring into your life. And the other thing that I hope you're seeing is that circumstances shouldn't affect how you feel about God's goodness. I think so many times when things are going great, we can say, well, God is good all of the time. When things are going bad, we may say, oh, God is good, but he's not being too good to me right now. You know, and, and it, we go up and down in that. And we can't put God's goodness on a scale like that and go by our feelings. And as we approach the communion table this morning, we, we need to put God's goodness at the cross. Because when you put it onto the cross, that goodness is always going to be there. Because that's where God sent His Son to die for us, to pay that penalty for our sins. And if you set your mind on that, and you know what, this is where God's goodness is going to start, where it's going to end. It's never going to drop, no matter what you're going through, because it's always going to be there at the cross. And how can you say God's not good when you start at the cross? You can't. And as a group, it's just been great because the youth are now just seeing God, they're not worrying about others, and they're seeing that God is good, and that I can let my guard down, I can be real, I can let Him work in my life, and I can let Him, through me, affect other people. And we're seeing that happen. And they're wanting to see that happen with other youth groups, with other churches, with you guys coming alongside us, and seeing us be a church that starts at the cross and then just lets his goodness flow.